and welcome back to another episode of Wrestling is Trash. I don't know, bro. I don't know what's happening. I wish you could see my screen because it says it says start recording question mark local recordings off. Maybe I have to turn that on. Record Maybe. locally for each participant. Sure. Record audio and visual. Sure. The host has enabled local recordings. Please stay in students. Your recordings have finished uploading. I just said got it. But this shit's just spinning. I don't know why the fuck is not recording. There's a recording button down here. Should I hit that? What is this? Recording hasn't started. Click record to start recording. That's what I did. You fucker. And then you... Okay, let's try this for a third time. Everything else is normal. I didn't change anything, so... Yeah. I don't know why this shit is acting up. All right, let's do it again for the third time. It says has, has having trouble um, connecting. Hmm. This is very strange. Select edit recording, select destinations. Oh, I don't want to go to RBR, bro. Oh, okay. It, it, it won't until I click on it. Good. Okay. So what's the fucking problem here? Click on this. Recording hasn't started. This is not the night for this shit. We're both in here. We're both in the thing. Everything else is good. I don't know what's going on. When I click record, a pop-up opens and asks me if I want to record. I click yes, and it's like spinning. That's weird. And it's just, I don't know why it's doing that. We're in record only. Like, we're in the same shit we always are. All right. Let me try again, I guess. I don't know. Because I'm on LAN. I'm not on Wi-Fi. So... And everything here is good. I'm connected. Signals all the way up. So I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this shit here. Did you hear about Dwight Howard? While you're looking at that, man, he that dude been gay. I never knew that. I don't know why that's like news to everybody. I mean, I know it hasn't. You know, some people might not know. Like you might not know, but right, he fruity as fuck. You know, so you used to see those videos where he used to grab dudes' balls like right there on the sidelines. Hell no! I never. I honestly never knew. Yeah, there's video of him sitting on the sideline. I think when he was in, it might have been Orlando, I think. And he literally puts his hand in between whoever's sitting next to him. I don't even know who it was. You could probably Google that shit on YouTube. He puts his hand broke right in his balls. And you so see his cool. hand there moving. And the guy's like, mm, come on. Like, he's like, not even like, yo, get off me. He's like, uh, like, get your hand. Like, that shit's mad weird, bro. Yeah. And he always been a little fruit booty. All right, let's try this again. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to click video, and I'm going to click record. And welcome back to another episode of Wrestling is Trash, the nonsensical podcast where we talk everything professional and past, present, and quite possibly the future. I... And you're a trash boy, Nick Anacelli, coming to you on a Wednesday, because, you know, life happens, things happen, we have to move sometimes. Coming to you, California, excited, NBA kickoff, conveniently the trash boy teams are going up against each other today. Boston Celtics, New York Knicks, should be a good, exciting one, like always. But we'll get into basketball, we'll get into wrestling, before we do that, I'm going to introduce my boy Lou. How you doing? 
Lou from the BX Hosts of Everything Podcast, co-host of Wrestling is Trash. Believe it or not, this attire was not planned. I was like, yeah. I'm going to wear full Knicks regalia and hit Knicks with the surprise uh, Knicks attack. And then he came ready with the Boston Celtics jersey. So that goes to show you we were prepared for this <laughs> moment. It is opening night. Uh, as we say, even though my team won this week, I hate football. It's killing me. So we need to move on. So from now on, everybody listening to the show, this is now going to be a New York Knicks, Boston Celtics wrestling podcast. So, you know, plan accordingly. I'm kidding. Of course, we always are here to talk about the wrestles. We're here to talk about all the shit that we're interested in, that you're interested in. And, you know, this trash boys, we come here, we talk the shit, we talk the stuff, we talk the wrestles, we talk it all. So we're here on a Wednesday, one day late, but always on time for you guys, the trashians, the wonderful trashians out there. Yeah, so, you know, we all had a good week. Everything we know in the wrestling world is kind of going good right now. We had a few news items, a few things. One we didn't have listed, Lou. Guess I'm hitting you with this attack. Um, as we've been known on this podcast that we support NXT and we watch it, but we wouldn't say we watch it weekly like we do the other the other shows. But did you happen to catch? I know I sent it to you, but I know you're busy work and all that. What did you think of Lexus King? Brian Pillman Jr.'s debut. You know what's funny? I got to go back and watch uh, Halloween Havoc because it seemed like it was an entertaining show. I definitely want to watch the main event because anytime I get to watch Becky Lynch, you know, in the main event, I want to watch that. And it looks like it was a good match. So you sent me that. I was, of course, asleep because I'm a thousand years old. And I woke up in the morning. And it's funny because whenever I wake up in the morning, I grab my phone and I usually have a message from you. And I can't see because I don't have my glasses on. So I'm like looking at my phone and it's like thoughts, question mark. And I see something there and I'm like, oh, I got to watch whatever this is. So I ended up watching it and I didn't get to watch the match. I saw the finish of the match and I saw the entrance like 16 times. I thought the entrance was kind of hot. Like that was kind of cool. The way this, the, the, what I liked about it is the way the throne comes out and the way he's sitting on the throne. He's not just like sitting, you know, regular. He's like off to the side, mm-hmm. like cocky as shit, like sitting like, you know, in that that gangster pose. And the throne kind of slides out, hits the middle, and then he gets up. Like I saw a lot of people being negative about it. Like they're saying that they his beard looks stupid and that his, his he looks like an 80s rock star or whatever. I'm like, bro, I think his look is great. Like, what do you want him to do? Go back to the fucking mullet, the curly mullet that he had in AEW with the yeah. when he was like the Hollywood. What were they calling themselves? The Hollywood, Hollywood blondes, I think. Yeah, uh, the Hollywood blondes is, I think, the it was. Uh, no, or is that Steve one? Austin and and yeah, wow, wow, yeah, that's back wild, in the day. Right? It was like something like that. It was like the Hollywood because they came out with the varsity jacket, the varsity blondes, varsity the varsity blondes. blondes. So it was Julia Hart. Uh, What's his name? The Griff Griff Garrison and 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 Pillman. Damn, I compared like, Pillman. You want, to go back, you want him to go back to that, like or yeah. you know whatever. He's got a bro. He had a diff. He's got a different look. It separates him from everybody else. You know, he's got like a retro kind of leather, long crazy hair. That beard, I think that shit looks dope. Like you know, I, you want him to just look like everybody else. Get a crew cut and come out and like, what do you want, bro? So. You know, the match itself, I didn't get to watch it. That's why I want to watch the show back because I want to actually see him in action. Because, bro, Brian Pillman can wrestle. Like, there was a minute there where 
when he separated from Griff Garrison and he was people were kind of like comparing. He was saying he was trying to be like Kenny Omega or whatever because he started doing like V triggers and he was wrestling yeah. like a fast pace. But I was like, yo, I, that shit's actually kind of cool. Like, I kind of like this style. Yeah. Um, but then he like disappeared for a bit and came back and like he kind of fell off. So yeah. I want to see the match to see if it was kind of like that. But bro, I thought it was cool. Yeah, so I liked the presentation on the match was I because I did watch it was whatever like it was nothing crazy. Ah, like, who nothing did he even crazy. wrestle? I forget the fucking dude's name. It was I don't think he should have squashed him, but it was very competitive for a debut match in my opinion. For okay. someone how you were presenting him, so like I go both ways with that, right? Because you kind of want to see with the dude, and then also at the same time, like he's not built as a guy who's going to squash someone either. So like it yeah. makes sense why it was competitive. It was bad. No, the show was good. There was a lot of women wrestling last night, and That's NXT week it. after week after week is constant. They opened with the women. Roxanne and um, thing went in. They went in last night. Uh, Lola Vice moved on. Uh, what's her name? Clonty Jordan. I want to say whatever. Uh, she moved on. Who else? Uh, Chase U won the titles. Nice. It was it was a good show. And like I said, I might sound not the most intelligent because, like I said, I'm not watching NXT every week. But it's kind of nuts because every time I watch these their premium live events, I very much enjoy it. And when I do yeah. watch it weekly, I enjoy it. Yeah. So it's weird. It's, it's like, just, bro, it's, it's too much. Yeah. It's, it's like fucking a, too much wrestling, bro. Yeah. And we're going to – we can probably just transition to it now. I do watch Raw every week because it's either hit or miss. And, boy, this Monday was a miss. Yeah. They, the streak is broken at 2. The yeah. streak is broken at two, guys. Goldberg, Goldberg got yeah. nothing to worry about. And here's the thing. We talked about this, right, with the Dominic Mike thing. Lou put it in the notes. We're just going to address it right away. Oh, yeah. So I was there a few weeks ago live. He does get booed, right? He gets extremely booed. Like, I will say that. When I was there, he got the most seat out of everyone. They definitely, like you were saying last week, lower his mic. They get, and it's not a bad idea. But this yeah. Monday was something else. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. Like I don't understand with these people. Like, bro, everybody was fighting online about that. There were people because uh, I think Sean Ross was like involved in that shit too. Yeah, where people were tagging him and like, look, you see, like I think somebody was there, and they the boos were loud as fuck. And he's like, you see, it's not the the boos are not piped in. Like it's it's it, they're real. And Sean Ross responded to him back and forth, and they were going in, and all these other people started chiming in. It's, there's a couple things there. It's like, first of all, these people don't seem to understand what piped in booze means. They're not piping in booze in the fucking arena. They're piping in booze on the television broadcast, you fucking morons. Yeah. They're not piping in booze in the in the audience because that would be that would be mad weird if you're sitting there and all of a sudden out of the speakers you're hearing boo. Like in the yeah. crowd, that you see people going like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, they're not doing that. They do it to the home product. And then, secondly, one hundred percent, they're turning Dominic's mic down. And I think this week they fucked up. Whoever was the sound guy fucked up because they were turning Logan's mic down too. Yeah, because he was trying to talk and you could barely hear him. And Logan's so, usually loud in his promo. Yeah, so it's like again. That's okay that they do that. It's not a it's not like a bad thing that they do that to Dominic. It's his character. That's what they're trying to get over. That the crowd hates him and they boo him and they they play with the sound. That's okay. Like it's okay they do that. It's not like the end of the world. So why people keep fighting about this? You know, like it's not happening. Like I don't understand. 
I didn't tell you, and I didn't say it on the show, when we went to the Raw a couple weeks back, there was a family of four behind us with two little kids, like little. Like the, the oldest was probably like six, and the other one was like at most three. And they love Dominic Mysterio, though. Oh, yeah. And they had I a can sign. imagine that kids like him a lot. Yeah, and they had a sign saying, like, I like chicken tenders, too. Because remember that interview? <laughs> I guess everywhere they go, that's all he eats. Yeah. But these kids were losing it. Like, I'm talking losing it. Like, I I you like I react when I see, like, like who is there? That, like, when I saw Cody, you know, you get a pop out of me. When you see Seth, I got a pop out of me. Sammy, KO. Like, they popped for Dominic Mysterio. It's yeah. nuts. Like, I don't know, just his transition's been good, but they got to do that because if you keep doing stuff like that, I personally think it's going to end up, the crowd's going to, like, in a fucked up way, turn on him. And it's almost like they kind of have to do that shit because, if, because you know, guys turn heel, they turn face, they turn heel. If he ever goes back to a face, they kind of need to make it where he can talk and not get, like, booed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they got to kind of play with the mic so that, like, when he's a good guy, he can actually talk and you can hear him in the promo. Yeah. So you should be glad that it's being sweetened. Yeah. But I don't know, man. This week's Raw just didn't do it. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. And the other one thing they need to good. one thing they need to start doing is stop giving Nia Jax a microphone. Yeah, she's why never are you giving phone. Nia Jax a microphone? Never. But, she never. It's like it's funny because, like, and again, nothing against. I I don't want to say nothing against Nia Jax because it's kind of like a cop out because I'm kind of shitting on her, but it's like, has she ever had anything of substance to say ever, like at any point? And does she even need to talk? It's Nia Jax, bro. She comes yeah. out. She's a big badass. She beats the shit out of people. That's it. What does yeah. she need to talk for? Yeah. No, you're right. And uh, it's kind of like Shayna Baszler. Like, she doesn't talk much. You know, to my no, I love I love that promo she cut uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah. When she was in the ring. No, I love that. I love Shayna Baszler's mic skills. I she, love it. She's one that has truly benefited from the total Triple H, like I got you thing. Yeah. The and then again, I think as a whole. Yeah, and then it's like she has that great promo promo a few weeks ago, and now she's on the back burner, just standing in the background while fucking Nia Jax is on the microphone, like saying dumb shit. Yeah, she's just, just hope, standing there smiling, like, no, bro. I just hope she's not. And you know, dude, I hate saying this because who is it? It's Rhea, Shayna, Nia, Zoe, and Raquel. And dude, I hate saying this, and I hope I'm wrong. I really think Shayna is going to be the one to eat the pin. She and might, reason, yeah. And the reason I think that yeah. is because Naya, way too soon, they really protect Raquel a lot. And I don't think they're going to do Zoe because they don't want the new girl to be like the beaten one either. Yeah. So, I, I would say it's between Shayna and, and Zoe so, yeah. who's going to eat the pin. Yeah, for sure. It's dope if it was on Naya, to be honest, somehow. Like if they do something where they hit multiple finishes on Naya Jackson, pin her, I think that's fine. Yeah. Like if they hit like, Let's say Rhea hits like uh I mean I don't know. Let's say Rhea hits Riptide on somebody and she gets thrown out of the ring by Naya and then Shayna hits a finish on Naya, Zoe hits her. Well, I don't know how the fuck Tony uh I don't know how the fuck Zoe Stark would hit that finish on Nia Jax. I don't no, think she no could way. do that. Um, but you know, if they hit a couple finishes on her, but that's the problem. Like she's so big, like how the fuck but Raquel's Raquel? not gonna Raquel's not picking her up and doing that to Hannah Bomb to Nia Jax. She's not gonna do it. Raquel and, and, did have her up though. I think she's she fucking has. strong too, but yeah, I don't know if she's yeah. she's doing all that. I think Rhea has the best chance of doing something. Yeah, she riptied her a few weeks ago, yeah, and it Rhea, didn't look. Rhea, I mean, Rhea's, it didn't look great, 
Yeah. But it didn't look terrible either. You know, yeah. she got her up and she brought her down. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I like well, one thing I will say is that I know the belt's not going anywhere. So, yeah, it's all about who's going to eat the pinfall, which, again, you hate to be you hate for it to be Shayna Baszler. But looking at the options there, it's, you know, it's kind of pointing in her direction, which sucks. Yeah, it's just she was doomed from the get go when she debuted and Vince had her bite. Something who was it? Becky's neck. Yeah, Becky's vampire. Neck. Yeah, that was retarded in my. Opinion. But the thing is, like, she came out and she had that elimination chamber where she eliminated every fucking body by herself, and then and like by herself, one by one, she picked everybody off. And I was like, bro, this is fantastic. And so, like, how do you fuck that up? I'll never understand why they didn't have her beat Becky because Becky was not pregnant yet, and yeah. she had the title at. Mania to Mania. I don't know. That Mania, both women, well, two of the women's match, because then when Charlotte faced Rhea for the NXT title, I thought that was perfect. I was like, yo, Rhea's definitely going to win to get, because that's when NXT just got on TV. That seemed obvious, and Shayna seemed obvious, and neither yeah. one. So, and in a weird way, like, I think the pandemic killed Shayna. Mm. She was over with the crowd until the pandemic. And yeah. I think her losing at Mania and not having the crowd to back her up kind of killed her. It's like a lot of shit. Like I like I think a lot of shit does contributes to that. Like I think the changing of the music contributes to that shit. I think the changing of like that because she used to always come in, she had her enter specific entrance. She'll come in, she'll do this shit. Or mm. actually it's like this. She'll do yeah. the spade thing. She'll go like that. Then she'll start throwing the punches, throw the little jab, walk to the ring with her little fucking, you know what I'm saying, her little tie style. Like, they, 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 why do they have to fucking, when they bring people up, like, why do they got to change that type of shit? Like, if that works, just keep doing it. Like, the music I get because, you know, the licensing or whatever with these CFOs, it ran out. So they got to change the themes because then they'd have to pay these people royalties or whatever. I get it. Not like they don't have enough fucking money to do that, but. You know, they want to make their own music so they don't have to deal with that shit. And I get it. But um, I think a lot of that little stuff like that kind of contributes to shit. And I guess we'll see with Triple H and Shawn Michaels now with that pipeline. Hopefully, you know, they seem to have. I was actually, you know, I was going to ask you last week and I forgot. So I guess I'll ask now. Um, Besides the obvious ones like, you know, Cody and Seth and, uh, you know. Jay, what are like, what's like one of your underrated, like one of the themes that you think is like super underrated right now that's out like from these wrestlers? Because I got to say, WWE's themes, they're starting to, they're starting to, they're starting to make bangers, bro. Yeah. They're really starting to make some bangers. Yeah. Because they went Um, through a period there where they made some shitty themes. I like, um, I like Carmelo Hayes's a lot. Yeah, it's just dope. I like his a lot. The ones you haven't said, um, I'm just trying to think instantly. That if, yeah, because just because obviously yeah. those are the ones that yeah, everybody like, kind of like. I do like L.A. Knight. Oh yeah. Um, Braun Strowman's. I kind of I, I like I, I mess with his. Yeah. Um, like a better question, I guess I would have asked is like, what's your? I mean, I guess you could throw the Cody and that stuff in there. What's like your? What's on your like gym playlist as far as like these themes go? Like which ones you put in there get you hyped? So the songs that definitely come on when I'm in the gym are Rhea Ripley's, 
Uh, you know, I didn't even know that that was Motionless and White that's doing that theme yeah. for her. I didn't know that shit. I like that band. Yeah, so Rhea, uh, well, it's Rhea, Kenny Omega. I know it's AEW, but have, no, that, bro, that, that, that theme. Yeah. Listen, Carmen. Yeah, Carmelo Hayes is in there. Jay's in there. I still, I still think Roman has the best entrance. That entrance is just hard. Yeah, like, that shit is he, dope. Like, like I really I, like his. Theme. I, I like the way it starts too, because it's like that. It has like that. Uh, you know that song. Um, what's that song called? The uh, that famous like demonic. Sorry. Yeah, the Roman one. You know how that. What's that damn song that it's uh I don't want to start singing it because I'm gonna sound stupid, but it's like every religious movie plays that same theme. It's not called Ave Maria, it's called fucking Oh Con it's called Oh Cantare or something like that, and it's very like duh, dee, duh, duh. oh duh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So when Roman's theme starts, it kind of like sounds like that a little bit. It has a very like yeah, godlike religious kind of feeling to it when it comes on. And then with the bright lights and all that shit, it's like Roman's about to come out. And then his shit yeah. just hits. That beat just drops. That shit. That yeah, shit's they, hard, bro. They, I he, think it's hard. He mastered it because I still think he has the best entrance in wrestling. Because once it drops, that's when he usually comes out from the curtain. And they got it down perfect because then he'll walk. We all know Roman has an entrance. He walks slow. Yeah. But then, like, he stops. And then he knows at the right time for the beat to throw the belt up, the fireworks yeah. off, the same in the ring. And it's just, I don't know. I just think he's got the best one. Nah, bro. Um, best well, entrance is best entrance is House of Black, bro. Yeah, best that one's cool too. Black, but bro. I don't know, man. Roman just has that, fi that final boss entrance to me. Oh, right? yeah. Like, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. You're that dude. Like, you're yeah, the dude. For sure. Like, even if he wasn't champion, say, take the belt off him and I went to wrestling and I didn't know shit. Like I'd be like, all right, you're you're important around here. Yeah, hell yeah. No, House of Black's obviously up there, which Malachi Black showing up on Saturday taking. Oh, that was the great. Game. They had so, like three. They had three blackouts on the show. I was like, what the hell is going on? Who's yeah. this? But that so, one I was for. Um, overjoyed with that. One thing before we move on, I want to ask you because I don't know. Maybe I'm a bad guy. I'm thinking this, but it's because we mentioned his name right. I'll admit. If Logan Paul meets beats Rey Mysterio, I don't think I'll be mad about it. Bro, what is Rey Mysterio doing with that belt? Like, why the fuck? Why we booked this months ago? Why did LA Knight? Why was LA Knight not yeah. the one to beat Austin Theory for that goddamn belt? What was the purpose of putting that belt on Rey Mysterio? He's done nothing with that belt. Nothing. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't been involved in any feuds. He's wrestling his own teammate. He's fucking wrestling Santos Escobar. This is his homeboy. Like, there's no reason to put that belt on Rey Mysterio, but Rey Mysterio's done it all. WCW champion, WWE champion, cruiserweight, hard. He's done it all, bro. champion. There's no reason for him to have that belt. And, and he, like, I felt when they put it on him, it was going to be to serve, like, some type of purpose to elevate somebody else. But, like, he's just holding it for yeah. nothing. So, like, know. yeah, that would be great if they did that. I'm cool with Logan winning it and dropping it to someone at Mania. Whether it's an LA night, whether he kind of gets knocked down after this Roman thing, which we think like yeah. that's like because Logan I also mean, seems like that celebrity that's gonna take that thing everywhere. I mean, again, it seems like he's gonna be like full time because he seems like he's invested right now. He's like on the show every week, he's yeah. talking about it when he's not there. Like 
you know, so if he's going to be full time, I'm cool. Put the belt on him, bro. The guy's great. Yeah, I have not seen that guy have a bad match. You can't say you cannot name one bad match that he's had. I'm you excited. I like him. You know, I'm not going to yeah. cheer him because it seems like he's the good guy now or whatever. It seems like he's kind of in between. I don't know. But like at no point can you say he's had a bad match. No. And I think him and Ray will have a good one. Oh, yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah. But, you know, looking at our first news item, break, well, breaking new today. Breaking news as of yesterday. Um, WWE will host its first ever major WWE premium live event in Berlin, Germany on Saturday, August 31st, 2024, called WWE Bash in Berlin. So, once again, another international plea in August. Before we dive into what we think about it and what we think we could see, you know what the first thing that stood out to me with that was? That right. is a week after All In in London. Ooh, wow, no shit. Yep. So you won, first off, the UK eating two weeks in a row, like that area, Europe as a whole, whatever. But shit. You think that was strategically placed there? Because that's also and why. The and my thing is, you, it's, I mean, I guess it's less than a year, right? It's August 31st, 2024, so it's like less than a full calendar year yeah. before that. So I was going to say why announce it so early, but I mean, that's that's pretty good time because people are going to want to rent hotels and start getting their shit ready to go over there. So I don't think it's early, but um, that's that's a big deal because it's a it's a premium live event like it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a, a, a freaking big pay-per-view. So depending on. I don't know, man. It, 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 I'm thinking it's going to be a big show because these Saudi shows, like these Saudi shows, like they, I, I've, I've crossed the bridge on that whole blood money thing. Like yeah. we've talked about that before. Like I've crossed the bridge on that. I'm, I'm over that shit. But I still feel like those Saudi shows are never going to be like, like I, I don't take them as, like, like I don't buy them as big shows. Like, I don't like the Jetta shows and the Saudi shows. Like, yeah. I just they're just shows because I don't ever think a big title change is going to happen there. I never see a big angle happening there. Like, it's a formulaic show. The matches are pretty, you know, formulaic as far as you, what you think is going to happen. The shows are entertaining. You know, I'll watch it. Yeah. And I'll watch it. But I, I'm not expecting like I'm not like hyped for like the Royal Rumble or survivor series or something like that i'm not like invested in it but i think this show is going to be a big show especially since it's the following week after uh the aw show yeah they're gonna go ham and i'm and feeling then, like gunther yes is going to have a big ass showing on that show that's his well, you know that's his see. area bro he might be well so i'm not a big fan of the guy because he's just wild on Twitter. But that JD from NY, dude. Okay. Kind of brought up a good point. Because Gunther, everyone thinks Gunther's going to win the Rumble, right? It's either him or LA Knight. Which we both think, I'm cool with either, but it should be Gunther. Right. If he's champion, everyone's saying run him and Dragon off as the main event of that show. Has oh, my God. Because that's, wow. that's the audience you're appealing to over there is their style of wrestling. Like, you know oh what I mean? Like, God. And I hate to be the guy, but... Unless Roman's there, which he'll probably be at that. No, I'm assuming he'll be at that show. That's like a I, I, come on, in man. my opinion, Gunther, 
hometown guy, if he's world heavyweight champion, you know it's going to be a good match. Why? Even if it's not against Dragunov, just that that should be Gunther's main event. So I don't know anything about that arena. What is that like a sixty thousand, seventy thousand? I'm gonna look it up real quick. Yeah, NBA I'm not, I'm arena. Not, that's the other thing. Yeah, is it a? That's what I'm saying. Is it? But in over there is an arena, a stadium. You know? Like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna look that shit up right now because I've never heard of it before. I'm sure it's like some big like soccer stadium or whatever. You gotta think, right? And not to bring the AEW aspect into it, but AEW is gonna have at least what eighty thousand in London. So you don't want to go from 75, 80,000 to a 20,000. 20, oh, Mercedes-Benz Arena. I'm I'm dumb. I just saw NBA no. Arena, and I didn't yeah, even know what that I was. So this arena is – okay, dude. I don't care about Wikipedia. I'm not giving you money. <laughs> all I know I'm trying is, to see. So is capacity is 17,000. Okay, so it's a small so. arena. Okay. It's kind of a smaller arena. I was thinking it was going to be like yeah, some giant same. stadium or something. Yeah. That's what I wanted to see. Either way, that shit is going to sell out immediately. Yeah. They're going to have a packed house, and those freaking people are going to be bugging for that show, especially if they have Walter there. Yeah. And they make one of those big-ass stages, and they have that. They go dark, and they go with that white fucking Imperium. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, then they're I'm already excited saying, for it. And that's just like not till next well, year. They're also saying internally it's not locked in, but internally they're trying to go to Backlash in Paris. Too. Oh, wow. That's cool. Because I guess so. It's really fun. I don't know if you remember seeing this. It was like later last year, but they did like the European tour. And I guess Paris was nuts. First off, Baron Corbin is like randomly super over in Paris. Yeah, was that was weird. And they sang Seth's song for like literally 10 straight minutes. Yeah. Like you just. So apparently Paris does have a good crowd. And then that's the one thing. WWE's hot with tickets. I don't know if you saw it. Survivor Series. They got over 15,000. They the, they're making a smaller stage because they're selling behind the stage now. Right. They're trying to fill it up. Now, I think whether he's there or not, a lot of that has to do with the CM Punk speculation, in my opinion. Mm. Which, if he's not there, I think we get Randy Orton. Which I'm very, I think everyone's cool for Randy Orton. Bro, if they don't have CM Punk there, they need to have no surprises. Yeah. Because if they do something where they turn some lights down, bro, those CM Punk chants are gonna, bro, these people are gonna start bugging. And then if it's not him, you're gonna hear booze. Even everybody loves Randy Orton, but bro, that's not, no, that you can't do that. You're in Chicago. Yeah, you need to, bro. You got those Chicago people there. You, if you're not coming with CM Punk, you better make that shit completely known. CM Punk better tweet from somewhere. He he better be in like <clears throat> wherever Chicago is. He better be like in fucking San Francisco or something, like very far away. I'm going in with the mentality he's not showing, because then it, it'll I'll judge the show better. Yeah, I was like, honestly, I was like ninety percent sure that he's gonna be a Survivor Series. But bro, I, now I'm like dropping towards like the fifties. Now I'm like half and half. Like I don't, I don't know. Bro. He had he tarnished his shit there. So like it's not like it's an AEW for the first time, brand new kind of thing. Yeah. Like he, it's been known, you know. And they all they say is business. And at the end of the day, they really haven't said he's gonna. It's kind of like Cody with Mania last year. Yeah. Where it was like, if it wasn't Cody, like yes, you could be mad, but they never said it was gonna be Cody Rhodes. Yeah, but the difference with the Cody thing, though, is that there weren't any reports like 
right no now one. there's reports like oh cm punk no like it's no like i keep seeing shit popping up that internally they're saying no but but the opportunity is always you know there may be opportunity for whatever but it's been a like a no so this, that's why i've been kind of like damn i've heard that shit like two or three times already like if he's coming it's this seems like the only people that are gonna know are Triple H, Nick Khan, and like Bruce Pritchard. Like kind of like Cody was very close knit. Like this, I don't think you know, like Nick Aldis, he's a producer. I don't think he's gonna know that CM Punk showing up. Yeah, because the thing is too, like if if I was WWE and this was my play, like, and I knew he was coming because don't the only people who know are, are them like triple h yeah. they're the only ones who fucking really know okay yeah we don't know shit so if i was triple h and i knew i was bringing him in for survivor series like right now you know people are saying that they keep dropping these little hints no i would be dropping hints like real hints because you already did the cody thing you got the see you did the secret thing with cody it worked perfect he showed up. Everybody lost their fucking mind. We all were super shocked. And it was great. You don't really need to re-replicate that with CM Punk. Like, no. you're going to be in Chicago, bro. You're going to get the pop if he shows up. Like, you're going to get... The, it could, it's not going to be any louder. It doesn't matter what yeah. you do. If he comes out, that pop is going to be at the same level, whether yeah. you teased it or not. So I would be teasing it right now. Like, I'd, I'd be doing some shit like... You know how... um. Remember when they used to do like uh those little remember like let's say the Firefly Funhouse for a perfect example Bray Wyatt with the QR code bullshit yeah something right now like I'd be I'd be playing Raw and then like in the middle of some backstage segment there'd be like a lightning bolt in the corner or like you'd see like the CM Punk hand with the lightning bolt symbol somewhere way 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 so, in like, the back for somebody to like pick apart colors yeah I do little shit like that to build up the like and, holy shit because bro can you imagine if they did that. The buys for fucking Survivor Series, like they would, I, I would imagine that the buys will go up super high. Dude, look at that. I'll say this: WWE would have sold out that arena the way they naturally set it up with or without Punk, right? But if he was still in AEW and all was right in the world, but he, I don't care. Like if he doesn't show up, Triple H has got to call him back. Hey, dog, like thank you for helping this sell because yeah. <laughs> yeah, like come on, and it makes you think like. In a way, like, is that a reason he is coming? That they're willing to sell more tickets, so it's a more packed. Like, you know, I don't know, because it's like yeah, the things they're doing are signs of he's coming, but he's not at the same time. Yeah, they're opening. But I know they're going to keep it close knit because when Pat McAfee did the thing at WrestleMania this year with the Miz, he was in. He said it the day the day after on his show. He was in a bus for eight hours, and only Triple H and Nick Khan were the only people that knew he was showing up. And mm. like, that's Pat McAfee. Like, yes, he's popular and all that, but that's not in the wrestling world. He's not no CM Punk. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like Punk's probably if he's showing up, he's probably not. He's probably staying home until 10 right. minutes before he's got to show up and they throw him on a bus. You know, it's funny. Speaking of CM Punk. Uh, so supposedly CM Punk was at Hard yeah. to Kill Impact backstage <laughs> at the Hard to Kill show. What I found funny about that shit was. Supposedly he was there for like half an hour, and he told people, "Oh yeah, I'm going to a hockey game, so I gotta bounce." Yeah, he said, <laughs> he's yeah. like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here, bro. It's yeah. cool to be here, but I gotta go." Yeah, like, I guess he went. I guess some people were going up to him, asking him, and he was really nice, helping them. Like, yeah, the, like the early AEW reports, which 
it sounds like when he was in AEW, besides the whole lead thing, it did seem like a lot of people liked him. Like Jade said good things. Ricky said good things. Let me tell you something, bro. I miss CM Punk. I'm sorry. I know it's not the popular opinion, but I... So I was watching, and this is something I watch regular. I was watching um, on my, I, I actually, I beamed it to my TV on YouTube. I was watching the Eddie Kingston CM Punk promo where he called them a bum. And then they were fighting because they, uh, they had that match at, was a revolution? No, not revolution. Uh, I forget what pay-per-view it was where they had their match. Um, it doesn't matter. But, oh, full gear, full gear. They yeah. had their full gear match. So I was watching like, because I, I ran into one video and then I went to another video and then I went to another video. So I watched the CM Punk Eddie Kingston thing. Then I watched the build up to the dog collar match. Yeah. Then I watched the Eddie Kingston match with CM Punk where he hit him with the fucking the the back fist at the beginning of the match. And, all the, and I'm like, damn, man, just like when you watching that Eddie Kingston and CM Punk like promo battle, it's it, it felt like important. Like it felt like it felt important that it was on the show. It felt like a big deal to me because you guys know I'm a fucking Eddie Kingston mark. I, I love that guy. But to have him in there with CM Punk and the way that they were going back and forth with each other, you know, and that's the famous thing where Eddie goes up to him and goes, nobody wanted you here. They never wanted yeah. you here. This whole place is scared to tell you, not me. Uh, bro, just watching that shit. It's like, yeah, Eddie's a big part of that. But, bro, CM Punk is like, he's still got miles in the tank. Like, he's not washed, bro. It's like you miss punk, you just don't miss the bullshit. Yeah, like I just I don't understand this guy. Like, why would how did you fuck this up so bad? And again, people take sides or whatever. I'm not taking sides because I wasn't there. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I wasn't there watching, you know, the fight or any of that shit. I just know what's been reported, which who knows what's true or what's not true. But like the one thing that is a constant in all these reports is CM Punk is a dick. <laughs> like he's causing, he has a problem with this person. He has a problem with this person. He has a problem with, he has a problem with Coca Banner. He has a problem with Jack Perry. He has a problem with the Young Bucks. He has a problem with Kenny Omega. He has a problem with Hangman Page. What's the common denominator? It's fucking CM Punk. Yeah. So, like, you know, obviously there's something to the reports, but. Again, I don't know for sure, so I'm not going to judge. But it's like, damn, bro, why can't you just be the mentor that you say you are and, like, mentor the people who want mentorship and those who don't want it? Go fuck yourself. Go do whatever you want. And, I, like, think, and I think WWE is the only place that can do it because they're the only place that can kind of – that can manage that ego. Yeah. Because not, not like, being that guy, but, like, Triple H isn't going to take CM Punk shit. Like, you know, yeah, Triple H is not back there hugging people with his head on their chest, and yeah, and like <laughs> he's not doing that. Shit. Like, I'll say this Triple H, if he comes back, that's a pure business decision. That's yeah. not Triple H, oh, punk's available. I want him. that's like a eh, eh kind of dumb to pass up, but you know, yeah, but enough of that, you know, yeah, so uh. Impact. But that's the one thing before we move on from that. That's the one thing I'll say about Vince. Like Vince had his issues, obviously, but right. he understood that, like, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, if we're gonna make money on something, let's do it. You yeah. know, we'll bury the hatchet. Fucking Ultimate Warrior walked out on him, held him up at a pay-per-view for more money, and brought the guy back still, like years oh. later, but he brought In him back. 
You know what I mean? The only person who he didn't bring back was Macho Man, because apparently Macho Man was fucking around hey. with an underage Stephanie. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. Allegedly, I don't, you know, I don't know anything. But Macho Man is like the one person who was never brought back. So I'm assuming there's something to that. But he understood, like Brett came back. Yeah, like he Brett spit in his face on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Repeatedly. It like movies. See. Yeah, yeah, loogies, bro. Like he, he, and the Vince was like wiping, and it was like, like punched him in the face. Yeah. So like, and he came back. So like, he understands. Like, hey, you know, whatever, fuck it. It'll make us money. Let's do it. So I'm sure Triple H is of that same mind. The big thing with their beef before we move on, I know you just said, but now the whole reason he even got to a beef with WWE was over creative, right? Like, yeah, he, then he went on Cole Cabana's podcast. He bitched about his medical issue. Well, not bitch. Well, I think it was he was mostly sick. Like, he got MRSA. Yeah. Um, And they wanted him to keep, like, they didn't want him to take time off. And then he got sick again. And um, I think Ambrose, or at the time, it was Ambrose, John Moxley, also got the same thing. He had it, in, like, in his elbow or something. Mm-hmm. Um, And they just misdiagnosed this guy. And he was, like, sick of all the travel. And it was, I think he just burned out. And I know he didn't like creatives as well. But I mean, they put him in fucking. I mean, that's up in the air too. Because yeah, he was the longest reigning at the time. He had one of the longest reigns. Yeah, like like, World Heavyweight Championship reigns. Like he 500 and something days. Like he held that shit for a long time. But I think he kind of felt like they never made him the number one guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like he was like champion, but not the number one guy. Yeah, so I think he kind of had that chip on his shoulder, but I miss that guy, bro. I I would love okay. So before again, before we move on from this, because I know people are probably sick of CM Punk, but what are the chances? And I mean, like, I- I'm thinking like 0.003.5% chance, I think. But what are the chances that CM Punk is the devil? <laughs> And I'm thinking like well. 0.0047% chance. Like he's something. Um, but if he pulls if that person pulls that fucking mask off and it's CM Punk under there, like I mean the devil, like from the AEW thing that yeah. TV, like if he pulls that fucking mask, if that person pulls the mask off and it's CM Punk, I do. I do. oh my god, I'm Mark. the fucking the fucking internet would melt down. Yeah. So let me ask you. So uh Impact Wrestling made some big news this weekend. Oh yeah. Because right? there's one thing as wrestling fans, we always like to compare everything to the past. That's just one thing. I think that's just sports fans in general, right? Perfect example, LeBron, Michael James. Everyone says the GOAT, who's who? Well, times were different back then, things were better back then. You could play. Well, now you can, whatever. So what are your thoughts of Impact? Uh, at their first show in 2024, being um, going back to TNA wrestling. What are your thoughts, honestly? Like, I really, I don't understand. I don't understand it. That's my thoughts. Like, I don't really get it. Um, I'm not sure. I like, I saw obviously the news and the press release and the video or whatever, and there's a lot of excitement around it. But like, I don't really understand what the like what's why does it matter that they're changing back to TNA like are they going back to the six-sided ring 
Are they bringing Hogan and Bischoff back? Like, uh, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't understand. Is Vince Russo coming back to creative? Like, Dixie Carter's coming back? Like, I don't understand the... Because the thing is, the reason I say that is because I've gone to Impact Live shows. I watch Impact Wrestling. I have, I'm subscribed to them on YouTube so that I can keep up with them or whatever. They have a fucking great show. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a great, fun show. It's a fun live show. You get your money's worth. The actual product in ring is great. They have great stars there. They have loyal stars there like Jordan Grace who, like, she could have gone to WWE easy. Yeah. Like, easily. And she chose to resign with them because she's happy there. And they have a good vibe there. You know, it's uh, uh, the ownership right now and everything that they have going on. It's like a good place to work. You know, talent gets to shine there. And it's a good environment. So, like, I enjoy their 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 programming. And so I don't really get why they're, they took all this time to kind of build up the Impact brand to now go back to calling it TNA. Like, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't know why they're doing it or what the purpose is. I'm sure there's a reason. Yeah. I just don't know what that is. Yeah, Sam, I think it's cool, right? Especially for the the like the diehard Impact TNA fans who loved it and all that and all the history in TNA. So I think it's cool for that reason, but I don't think it's going to drive up views and all this other stuff. Um, I, do, I do think it's cool. Something different, right? Something different, something cool, but I don't think it's like a game changer. Yeah, I mean, it's cool that they're another three-letter wrestling company. That's great. They're yeah. TNA, GCW, AEW, WWE. Like, a, that's cool. Oh, and I and I will say I like the TNA-style belts better than the Impact belts. Yeah. The Impact belts, to me, always kind of felt weird. They say Impact on it, and it just looks, you know, they don't look the bad. The heavyweight title looked dope. Yeah, the TNA title is nice. That's a fucking nice belt. It looked way better than the Impact heavyweight title, so. I'll say that part, you know, I like the belts and all that, but I just don't understand why it was so like such a big thing. Like I, I, don't, I just didn't get it, but I'm sure, you know, once they relaunch and they start doing stuff, they'll, we'll figure out why. But yeah. And I think they're going to try to make like no pun intended, but an impact with it. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, nice. Right, nice. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, speaking of impact and just free agent and all the companies we spoke of, uh, Will Ospreay is going to be a free agent, I think, in January. And he's made it known that he is going to listen to everybody. He's chasing the bag. Yep, which he deserves. And he has an agent, same agent as, like, the Bucks, Kenny, and all that. So what do you – where do you want to see him and where do you see him? So, like, I – and it's not like any bias, any I want to see him in WWE because we just never seen him there. Yeah. That's that's literally my one reason, my one reason only. If he signed with AEW, dope. As long as he's on TV weekly, I don't really give a shit where he is. Um, I don't know. I just like to see him there, but I personally think he's gonna end up in AEW. I don't think Tony lets that walk in. I don't know how WWE views him anyway. I feel you cannot not view him in a great way, like personally. Yeah. But I don't know how they personally do, you know what I mean? But I can't, I just don't see Tony letting that not happen. Like, I think he's going to AEW. But I think it'd be really cool to see him, especially if he came in in January, like instantly, right there on the road to WrestleMania, like like a Rumble debut or whatever or something, because I don't see Will Ospreay doing NXT. 
I don't think I think that'd be kind of silly. But so, what are your thoughts? Where do you see him going? Where do you want to see him go personally? Yeah, so I had a there's this dude that I follow who was tweeting about this. I'm gonna see if I can pull it up here because I do tweet a lot of bullshit. Uh, this is the Dominic thing. There we go. So this dude, Jack Cassidy, that I follow, he tweeted, um, Will Ospreay says a move to WWE is on the table as a possibility. And then he writes after that, okay, this isn't funny anymore with like a scared face, like meaning, I guess he's opposed to him going to WWE. So I just responded and I was like, uh, this is what I wrote. I go, I mean, why be negative about it? He deserves the bag and the recognition. Honestly, he's been killing it. He's been killing himself for our enjoyment for years. If he feels like this is what's best for him, I'm all for it. And then I wrote, Versus Ricochet, versus Gunther, versus AJ, versus Finn, versus yeah. Gable, versus Sheamus, versus Santos, versus Dragon Lee, versus Mello. And those were just names out of, off the top of my head that I would like want him to wrestle. You know what I mean? So my thing is like, bro, there's certain guys who I like. Remember we were talking about this a few months ago where like there's certain dudes that I see in certain places, mm -hmm. like as far as signings, like Roosh, AEW. Like when yeah. I saw Roosh, I was like, I want him in AEW. I see him in AEW. Perfect. Bandito AEW. Um, honestly, when I look at Will Ospreay, bro, and it kind of sucks because I like him in the angle that he's in. I'm not a big fan of him being involved in all this multi-man bullshit. I kind of want to see him do singles, just like I want Kenny doing singles again. But, bro, if he would go to WWE, I would be so happy for that dude. Like, because he, again, from what I wrote there, you you only have so many characters in, on Twitter or whatever. But, like, bro, this guy's been killing himself on the indies for, like, a decade. Just getting himself over, having these insane matches, putting his body on the line, bleeding everywhere and breaking things. And for our enjoyment. Yeah. So, like. Why wouldn't you be happy for that dude if he went and got the bag, went to WWE, got put on that stage where he's going into like 30,000 seat arenas for every pay-per-view and sold out 17, 18,000 arenas with big graphics and big pyros. And come on, bro. Like he deserves that shit. Like he's done everything. He's another guy that's like done everything. He fucking won it all in Japan. You know, he's got titles all over the world. Like, dude. I would be super happy for him if he went to WWE. It'd be really exciting. You think, I don't know the relationships. Triple H seems like he's a friendly guy. But do you think these dudes who have faced him and are boys with him, like Ricochet and Gunther, are like, yeah. You think like there's a little conversation in there? I would assume that somebody like Ricochet, who's had multiple matches with this guy, and Walter, who's had multiple matches with this guy, will be in Triple H's ear like, yo, listen. You gotta sign this guy. Like you gotta sign this guy. For sure, you gotta sign this guy. Like, yeah. And to be honest, oh sorry, go. No, you're good. Um, I was just gonna say, like, the only thing I worry about is where he would be in like six months. Because again, it's the same thing. Like everybody comes in and feuds with Seth. That's why I purposely left Seth Rollins off of that list that I made. Because I didn't want to be like Seth Rollins. Because it's like everybody. They That's put everybody the match I want to see most of. Because they've always beefed and oh, talked yeah. on Twitter. And they will, obviously. But um, just just those matches, man. I'd love to see Gunther and him again. Ricochet and him again. AJ Finn. 
Chad Gable, fucking Mello, yeah. and Ricochet, and bro, oh, him, Mello, I, Ricochet, and Osprey in a three way for the fucking U.S. title. Come on, man. I even want to see, see, see that shit. I even want to see him with like Roman. Yeah, I mean, come on, bro. You don't want to see that shit. Get the fuck out of here. So sometimes I think these wrestling fans are like they're they're not even like. I don't know, bro. It's like it seems like they're not even fans. They just say weird shit sometimes when they, when I see that. And it's just my thing is this: I love Will Ospreay, one of my wrestlers of the year. He's my match of the year. I thoroughly enjoy watching him on my television do his craft. But we've seen him in AEW, right? Like a good amount of times. So, like, what can he really do there besides become obviously champion and stuff like that? I don't know. Like, not saying he's because he definitely hasn't done it all there, but I don't know. I've seen him there. Like, I feel him signing there would be huge for the company, but not for the fans because we've seen him there a bunch. Yeah. It's like for the first time ever in AEW, Will Ospreay's here. Uh, Again, unless they stop fucking around with these multi man matches and put this man in a singles, you know, a singles run where he's going for the title. The problem is. Which is kind of like, honestly, the same problem that they have in WWE is that your championship is like, it's already held up. Like, you got MJF. I don't even know who's going to be at MJF for that fucking belt because Adam Cole's not coming back till late next year, it seems yeah. like. So it's not going to be him. Uh, what are you going to put it on Samoa Joe? Samoa Joe's already got a belt. So I don't know if it's going to be Joe. But what I do like about the AEW right now is that they have different angles going for their champion, but it's like, yeah. it's not going to be Will Ospreay for a while. So, and I, and I think with the big belts, like the world title belts, they already know, like they know, like Tony, I truly believe knows who's going to be MJF. WWE knows who's going to be Roman. Who's going to be like, they know this stuff. It better be Cody. I can't. I think, yeah. It I think better be Cody. It better be Cody, bro. Yeah. It better fucking be Cody. It better be Cody, bro. It not, has to be Cody, bro. Yeah. And I and think my, my dream scenario is that it's Cody Rhodes and then he brings back the fucking Winged Eagle Championship. That's my dream wow. scenario. Did you see did you see the news this uh this the headquarters? No. So Jade, let me see if it's on her Instagram. But so it's not the, the exact design of the um what does it say of the uh the belt Roman has, but it's a massive, massive WWE World Heavyweight Title belt outside of the outside of the place. I think she Jade put. Yeah, look look at the background of Jade's photo. It's oh a shit! They ain't changing that belt anytime soon. Wow, because that's Damn. the new. If that's you, the, but that's the Black World Title. Yeah, like the, which is the one Brock had. When you have a chance, go look at go look at that post. The new the new headquarters looks dope. Did you see? Very off topic. Before we get back to the thing, um, it's a really good post. She posts their their cafe is called Snack Down. I thought I don't know. I'm white, so I thought that was pretty funny. All right. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I just want to see. I just want Will to get the back. That's really it. Well, no matter what company it's with, I just want that man to get the back. Yeah, damn. Look at that belt, bro. But, but what is that? It's just like a wall or something. No, oh, it's just a giant belt that they have a replica I made. Just, I think they just made that. That's outside wow. of the studio. But look at the photos, Nate. It looks dope, doesn't it? 
Man, that's huge, bro. Holy shit. Wow. Look at Man. Jade out there living her best life. How many I followers know. does she have now? She got she broke a million followers. I mean, of course, bro. I knew it. The second she I got knew there. it. She's at one million followers now. And that's what happens, bro. You go to WWE, they put the fucking machine behind you, bro. Bam. Well, seeing her last night, her and Becky had a big stare down after the match. So I'd be cool with her first feud being with Becky. Yeah, especially since they took the belt off of her. So, you know, yeah. we don't have to worry about like a belt being involved. Yeah, the report. Which I really like the finish of that match, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. The Because uh, the reports are Jade's in, at the PC all week training. Mm. I don't know. I think I know they know what they got, and I think they know they can't fuck it up or they don't want to fuck it up. See, so one thing about Jade is that with all due respect, she definitely needed a little polish. Yeah. Because I feel like she goes, she kind of has like that. Remember when uh Brock Lesnar punched Braun Strowman in the stomach because <laughs> he was going too fast? No, Brock punched him in the face. No, he punched. I thought he punched him right in the gut. He hit him with the oh, two piece. So, no, so I remember this. Bra Braun need Brock yeah. in the face. In the face, yeah. Yeah, and then Brock, and then Brock gave him, him a two piece. To, no, to the face. Oh shit! I thought he punched. Yeah, yeah I thought to me when I watched I'm that, pretty he punched sure. him right. Yeah, in I could be wrong. I know I'm gonna look it up, but you were I'm looking at anyway, you right now. But yeah, it's like you know how when he did that is because Braun was like he was going too fast. Yeah. So Brock give him a two piece and he's like slow the fuck down. So I kind of feel like Jade wrestles like that. Like she's she tries to get like a lot of shit in quick and she goes too fast. So I think they're working on maybe slowing her down a little bit, be a little more methodical with what she's doing. So oh, I love this. I never get tired of seeing this. Let's pull this up right now. So that's probably what they're working on with her. Okay, I don't care about your freaking stupid thing. Oh wait, what happened? Come on. Oh, right in the face, bro. Yo, look at how he stumbled. Yo, that's crazy. I oh, I could have sworn he punched him in the stomach. Oh, he need him right in the side of the face, and then, bro, look how fast that fist was, bro. Yeah. Look at how fast that fist was, bro. I'm gonna put that shit in slow mo. So he need him right in the face. Brock is like, you bitch. He gets up. Bro, right? You can see Brock's mouth open. He goes, oh, look at that. Oh. He gets him good. Bro, he punched him right in the throat. Pow. Boom. And another one on the side of the head. Oh, my God. That's vicious, bro. Why would you want to get on Brock Lesnar's bad side, bro? That's the one person I wouldn't fuck with. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah again, I feel like they they want to they wanna get her on a – because you know how WWE is, bro. They take your move set. They kind of, like, cut it in half. Who the fuck is calling me on my work phone number from Kissimmee, Florida, bro? Eat a dick. Nah. Uh, my work phone does I do not answer that phone. No. Anyway, um, yeah, I feel like they're kind of, you know, they tend to take moves away from some people because it's they want to be keep their athletes as safe as possible. And I get that. Yeah. So they're probably giving her like a style and they're working on that with her right now. So we'll see. We'll see how she is when she hits the ring, but I think she's going to be tremendous. And then we just, we'll dive into our two last things before we get ready for oh, NBA yeah. tip-off. So first, I just want to give shout-out to Tony Khan on this. 
Ring of Honor Final Battle will air December 15th, my birthday oh, weekend. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. And will be part of the Honor Club subscription. So this ain't no expensive thing. Yeah, look at him. That's There's the man the right there. He's addressing his enemies. addresses his enemies. <laughs> and, um, my favorite memes ever. Yeah, and he... Um, but he... Uh, yeah, I think it's dope. It's an Honor Club subscription. It's, it's smart, be- honestly. You should have done this from the beginning. Like, get those subs up. You know how many people are going to sub that shit now that they know it's 10 bucks to watch the pay-per-view? Because mm-hmm. those pay-per-views are great. They're fun pay-per-views. Yeah, oh, Ring of Honor so, was good. Especially Final Battle. Final Battle is like the... Final Battle is like the the SummerSlam of, of Ring of Honor, kind of, more or less. It's like one of the yeah. big four. So, yeah. I'm hyped. I'm always ready for a Ring of Honor show. Always, yeah. always. Always. I just want to give Tony his props. Because I feel lately, Tony's been getting shitting on by a lot of people and oh, yeah. i just think it's dope um so the last thing going into AEW dynamite tonight tony Chavani on uh today's AEW control center regarding tony khan's gift for sting because tony khan is giving sting a gift tonight as we all know sting announced his last match will be at a revolution next year and tony was saying this will be a historic gift yes i said historic nothing like this has ever happened to a wrestling pro wrestling <laughs> What do you think it is? Like that. Why does he have to say shit like that? He always hypes shit up and the, the, to a point of like like ridiculousness. Um, what I think is that uh I think Tony Khan bought Sting TNA. <laughs> he bought Impact Wrestling and he's giving it to Sting as a present. We're that turning is- it back into TNA and we're giving it to you as a present. You do what you want with it. That's what I think he bought him. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. That's a that's a pretty uh yeah that's that's a hot take. That's a hot, so, that's my hot take. My thing is this, it's not going to be like a Hall of Fame cuz that's way too soon. That's what I I mean, the thing is that's what I thought it was going to be. And then I saw this shit where he says nothing like this has ever happened for a wrestler. So I'm like, "Oh my god, bro, what the fuck? You going to suck his dick on live TV? Like what is this, bro? What are you talking about?" Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, it's like, all right, Sting, I'm gonna, and right here in front of everybody in Boston, Massachusetts, I'm gonna give you a big blowjob. Get ready, <laughs> here we go. Oh, uh, it, it's got to be something nuts, and I am intrigued to see. This is the Tony Khan announcement. I'm very excited to listen to, like not sarcastically saying, like I'm actually yeah. excited to hear. I might, I'm like flip flopping. I don't know if I'm gonna put the Knicks on the tablet and watch nah, Dynamite because yeah, yeah. I don't want to miss like. Because the game, I can see what's going on. Like, I'm not going to... The lights are not going to go out at the game, and Sting is not going to come down from the fucking rafters in the game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I can look at the game and look at the score and know what's going on. But, like, I don't want to miss if something happens on I Dynamite. I think it's going to be... flip-flop. I think it's going to be... Revolution's going to be at, like, the arena of Sting's choice. Like, I think Sting's picking where the... the oh, cool. That's a good... That's a good... Uh, right? Because right, like, hey, it's your last match at this show. And... Every AEW pay-per-view is good, right? But we all know, like, All In, Double or Nothing, All Out are their big shows. Like, Revolution. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll announce the – it might be something like that, yeah. Because I think they're going the route of, like, you know, Kurt Angle famously – everybody thought that Kurt Angle should have retired against John Cena. He ended up fucking retiring. Baron Corbin beat him in his fucking last match, which is the most one of the most ridiculous Dude, things. Me and Rob were there for that one. And my boy. It's one of the most ridiculous things that's ever happened in fucking professional wrestling, period. But – 
Um, maybe it's something like that. Maybe he's gonna he's gonna say, you know what? I'm gonna allow you to pick the match type, your opponent, and where you want to have it, and it's up to you. So, and then maybe he'll, you know, because I'm, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Darby, you know, which is kind of weird that. Sting would go out. His last match is going to be against like a Darby Allen. Like you would think it would be against like an, another legend, but who else is left? There's no one else that he can wrestle from that. Don't please don't say Ric Flair. No, nah, please don't say Ric Flair, bro. Don't don't just don't don't do that. But like, who's he gonna wrestle? The only other legend out there doing it at any kind of level is RVD, and it's not gonna be RVD. So it would I have mean, to be Darby, Jeff Jarrett, maybe. But who wants to see that? Do, unless they do some shit with Edge. Oh, they could do that. Oh, wow. I didn't think of would that. You, would, you, I, would you rather it be Edge or Darby Allen? Say it came, you're booking a King oh, shit. Damn. I mean, Darby makes more sense just to You're going to get the better whole, story out of Darby. Yeah, because this whole, you know, this whole two years, but damn, Edge and Sting. I kind of want to see that. <laughs> I kind of want to see that. So I don't know. Shit. I'm honestly intrigued because Sting deserves it. You know what I mean? He obviously just one of the greats. You know, he deserves it. Um, but yeah, you know, we got tip off here in a few minutes. We're going at it. Yeah, I got nothing left in the tank. Do you have anything left in the tank? What is going to be the final score tonight? Final score predictions. Obviously, I'm picking the Celtics. Um, going to go one. It's going to be close. 113 to 106. It's going to be a high scoring close game. It's in New York, right? It's in New York, I think. It's in the Garden. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So usually when someone asks me for a prediction, I say something ridiculous, but I'll give an actual prediction. I say it's going to be 131-129 Knicks. Okay. Usually Usually when somebody asks me a prediction, it's usually football, and I'll say New York Giants 234, Chicago Bears negative six. And that's my final – that's my answer. Yeah, well, as long as we have a good game. Good Wednesday, though. We get some that's basketball good, and some dynamite, you know. Um, yeah, it's going to be an eventful night tonight. That's for damn sure. Yep. We're all ready to go. See my little creature here wearing her so much Walt Frazier jersey, little lazy yeah. self. Yeah. So as you guys watch this, Obviously, the game at this point will be started. Most of you realistically will probably see this tomorrow. So Dynamite would have happened. This game would have happened. Just know probably about 15 minutes, 20 minutes after this recording's done that Lou and I will already be angry at our TVs because I don't know who's oh, bad yeah. on the Knicks, but Jalen Brown makes all this money and sometimes can't dribble the ball with his left hand. So Fucking R.J. Barrett can't drive to the basket to save his fucking life. Yeah. Julius Randle, if he doesn't hit his first four threes, he's going to throw a temper tantrum and start fucking screaming at the coach. It's, But we love sports. I'm already frustrated. Yeah. Game but we love sports. So, Can't live without it. So for me, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Nick Anicelli. Follow uh, the podcast on Twitter at Wrestling B Trash. But most importantly on YouTube. You guys kill it damn near every week with the views and everything. We're so grateful for you guys. Um, so follow us on YouTube at Wrestling is Trash. Like, comment, subscribe, share. Get that subscribe out there. Share it to all the peoples that you know. And we'll go with it. Thank you on my end. Lou, to take us home.
Yeah, man. Again, Lou from the Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, goes of Wrestling is Trash. If you guys want to follow us, hit up the Instagram page, Wrestling is Trash. From there, you can hit the link, find all our content on there. But uh, we really enjoy the YouTube portion of our show. We like doing the live show, video, audio. You know, audio is great too. It's just something to listen to on the go. But we really appreciate you guys hitting us up on YouTube for the views. For the clicks, the shares. If you enjoy the show, man, and you know somebody else who likes wrestling, just share it. It don't hurt to send it out to. What's this dog doing? What the hell are you doing? Trying to get her plug. <laughs> Fucking dog. Uh, yeah, man, we really appreciate you guys with the views on YouTube. So if you could help us out with a like, a share, put it on Twitter, or just share it with a friend. You know what I'm saying? Someone who yep. enjoys the wrestling content. Make sure they get it from us because we try to be as bipartisan as possible. I think we do a good job of making sure we don't like dick ride any specific companies or anything like that. We like wrestling and that's what we do. So again, from me, Lou, from that man right there, Nick Anacelli, we say to you all, enjoy wrestling. And until next time, peace. Peace.